This is Morning Motivation for Educators on the Bee Podcast Network. Learn about all the shows at bpodcastnetwork.com. You'll hear from a variety of formal and informal educators who help put this podcast together. If you'd like to contribute your voice to this show, please go to morningmotivationedu.com to apply. I'm Danielle Newfer, an educator for over 20 years who went up against two bouts of serious teacher burnout before finally realizing that I needed to share what worked and what didn't with educators everywhere. This is when Teaching Well was born. At Teaching Well, I partner with schools who recognize that when teacher well-being is prioritized, true teaching and learning can happen. And there's nothing more integral to building this kind of school culture than finding ways to care for yourself in the midst of all the school day hustle and bustle. Building in these moments is what this show is all about and what I hope to bring to you each time I get the opportunity to speak with you here. So with that, let's begin. Picture this. You're at a mindfulness conference brimming with excitement about all the ways you can bring these practices into your classroom. But amidst the buzz of ideas, there's a moment of realization that stops you in your tracks. The person hosting the conference says, start with yourself because you can't transmit something you don't have. These words resonated so deeply as I sat there. They challenged my immediate urge to immediately introduce mindfulness to students and instead focus on my own personal practice. Making that pause and taking that step has changed my teaching career for the good, for the better over the last decade. Not rushing in and trying to make all of these changes about how I thought I could help kids resulted in my being able to take care of and figure out how to best serve myself, which made me a teacher, to a, an incredible teacher, to so many more students than I ever possibly could have imagined. We have to remember as educators that self-care isn't selfish. It's the foundation for effective teaching. The path less traveled begins with putting on your own oxygen mask before assisting others. I know it's a trite setting saying, but it is absolutely true. So how can educators incorporate mindfulness into their busy schedules? Let's explore four practice options. Practice option number one is getting these mindfulness practices into your everyday activities. Just paying attention to how you wash the dishes or walk down the street, mindfulness can be infused into routine tasks, fostering presence and reducing stress. That's right. You don't have to do anything different. You just have to pay attention differently when you're doing the task. Mindfulness practice, practice option two, creating your own personal mindfulness practice. Find a place, a time, and a tool that really suit you. And just start with five minutes a day, gradually building on your practice. It could be done in your car, in a favorite chair, in your classroom after school. You don't have to have an entire room or, you know, 30 or 45 minutes a day to practice this. You just need a place that is consistent, a time that's consistent, and a tool that works for you. Practice option number three are school and classroom moments. So incorporate mindfulness into the transitions that you have within your natural school day. Incorporate them into interactions with students in moments of 
silence and in the times when you need to foster a calmer classroom environment. So again, these can be times that are naturally a part of your day each and every day, or you can have something posted on the wall to just remind yourself to take those moments when you need it throughout your actual school day. And then practice option number four is deliberate self-care. It might be helpful to take a self-care assessment or to develop a plan and come up with a list of things that you really like to do to care for yourself. This is not intended to have you buying anything or going to get a manicure or a pedicure. Those are really overused and overdone forms of self-care. What I mean, deliberate self-care could be setting your timer after school for 20 minutes and you just rest your eyes. That is deliberate self-care. That is self-care that does not cost anything and it will absolutely nourish your soul if that's something that you find that you need in your day. So remember, building a mindfulness practice is like exercise for the brain. It's okay if it ebbs and flows. What matters is the commitment to begin again and again. And let me reassure you, this is not selfish. This form of self-care, these mindfulness practices that you infuse into your day-to-day will do so much greater benefit to all of the students that you interact with. You don't have to teach them anything to teach them everything about these skills. When you embody mindfulness, when you show how self-care works in your life, when you are responding to them rather than reacting, you will transform them without teaching them anything. So dear educators, as you embark on this journey, remember self-care isn't selfish. It's essential. By nurturing your well-being, you're not only thriving personally, but you'll also create a ripple effect of calm and resilience in your classroom and beyond. If this morning's motivation resonated with you, I'd love to connect more. Schedule a time to connect at teachingwell.life forward slash call and check out the show notes to find out how we can partner together. Thanks for listening. And whatever role you have in education, we have a podcast for you at bpodcastnetwork.com. Who among your friends and colleagues needs to hear this message today? Please share it with them right now.